Publish Our Podcast, Episode 77. Hello, friends, and welcome to another episode of the Publisher Podcast. Today, I just wanted to make a couple of announcements before we get into the actual podcast episode itself. So, um, this is the last episode of Season 2 before we're going to take a short hiatus um, before coming back for Season 3. What exactly does it mean between the seasons? Absolutely nothing except for we need a break um, to get more podcast episodes recorded and edited and uploaded into our system without the pressure of not having one readily available uh, barking at us. So we're going to take a, a few weeks off. I've already started recording episodes for for season three and they are so much fun already and just can't wait to to bring you the authors and the publishers and the resources that we have coming up in season three so as i record this it is september 19th 2022 so if you're listening to this anytime around that this information is relevant to you um if not it could be another conference another event or other things coming up but i would encourage you to keep an eye on the website because October is when we start transitioning to our 2023 Women in Publishing Summit Conference year. So in October, we'll be rolling out all our new sponsors. We'll be starting our new sponsor webinar series for the 2023 uh, season. We'll be starting to announce our speakers for 2023. That will be later in October, but coming in October nonetheless. And if you were a previous ticket holder, you're going to be able to pre-order your ticket before anyone else with a couple extra bonuses just to share some love with our ticket holders from 2022. So um, keep an eye out for that. We'll have pre-orders for everyone else going up on November 7th. And between now and November 7th, we have many, many fun webinars in the works for you. So make sure you're over at womeninpublishingsummit.com forward slash events to um, learn more about what's coming up. Also, if you're not on our email list at all, I would encourage you to head over to the website. There is a generic opt-in for you to get on the newsletter list for emails about upcoming events, but we will be opening membership to WIP school again in October, which is we've had a lot of requests for uh, people who missed the last window. So we are opening that up the last week of October and you can get to that by, or you can learn about it by joining us or following us on Instagram at the Women in Publishing Summit or WIP School is actually hosted through our Write, Publish, Sell company. So if you go to writepublishsell.com, you can click on the WIP School tab and find out more about that. So that's the big and exciting um, just updates that I wanted to make sure everyone was aware of. So much stuff going on. We're so excited to continue to roll out just really good content, information, and opportunities for us to learn from each other and to network and grow in community as we go through this process of publishing books, writing books, and goodness gracious, trying to sell those books. So this interview today is actually with one of my team members, and we're talking about Instagram for authors. And um, if you follow our accounts, you'll have seen lots of stuff. We talk a lot lately. We have been talking a lot lately about Instagram because it, it, it can just be such a fun an easy tool to use once you know what you're doing. So I'm talking to Ray Wynn today about some tactics 
um, and her trend report that she's been doing for us and why authors should be using Instagram in the first place. So I hope you enjoy this episode. And I will tell you that I, I am right back there in the trenches trying to grow a brand new account for my, my new author account. So I am learning and experimenting and, and trying to do all of these th- things along with everyone else too. Um, so it's fun. Raywin manages all of our accounts and she does such a great job with it. We get so many compliments on how beautiful, the beautifully branded and how beautiful the posts are on both the Women in Publishing Summit Instagram account and our Write Publish Sell account and our Purple Butterfly Press and all the companies. I hope you enjoy this episode and learn from it and make sure that you go over and grab the trend report and her free calendar of reels, uh, 30 days of reels, uh, freebie bonus that we have over at writepublishcell.com. Be sure to check that out. Enjoy the show. Welcome to the Publish Her Podcast, a place where you can come to get inspiration, motivation, help, encouragement, and support in your journey to write, publish, and sell your book. Hosted by Alexa Bigwarf. Cause I've been where you've been And I felt what you're feeling And I don't wanna get in your way All right, everyone, welcome to another episode of the Publisher Podcast. I'm Alexa Bigworth, your host, and today we're going to talk about Instagram. Instagram for authors, tactics for success, trends, all the things. I have invited my special guest, uh, Raywin Sangari, who is my personal Instagram manager for the Women in Publishing Summit, for Write, Publish, Sell, for Cat Biggie Press, for Purple Butterfly Press, for Chrysalis Press, um, and for my new author account, Lexi Haddock. So I keep her pretty busy, but she also works with uh, all of our authors um, when we were bringing them through our, when we used to offer Done For You launch services. She works with our WIP school members and our book launch in a box attendees, helping them with strategy. And of course, we're not her only client. She works with other businesses and other authors as well. So Raywin has a lot of Instagram experience, and I'm so excited to get to talk to you on the podcast. Thank you for being here. Yeah, I mean, I don't know why we didn't think of this sooner. I was just like the other day thinking like, we need to get on a podcast because so many people want to learn from us, but we are always doing our webinars, typing our blog posts, and um, yeah, we got to chat. We got to chat for everyone. Exactly. So, okay. So I don't know why we didn't get you on the podcast earlier either. It's kind of silly when I think about it. We've been spending a lot of time and energy. If you're on our newsletters or see any of the stuff that we're doing, we've been spending a lot of time uh, talking about Instagram over on the Write, Publish, Sell right, um, blog at writepublishcell.com. Raven's been posting a monthly trend report where she's been digging into what's going on um, in Instagram. So make sure you head over to the writepublishcell.com blog to see those because they're they're really insightful pieces of information for those of you who are really working hard to try and grow your Instagram account. So I guess we should start back up just a little bit and and talk about why authors should even use Instagram for um, a major tool of promotion. What do you think, Raywin? I have my answers, but I, as the as the Instagram guru, I'd like to hear your your answer first. 
my favorite part about Instagram for authors, for anyone really, is the fact that it gives you that opportunity to connect directly with the person. So as a reader, I think it's so cool that I can connect with the author's books that I love on Instagram. And I can actually talk to them and be like, oh my gosh, this amazing author actually liked my comment. You know, it's it gives us a fun social boost that we wouldn't necessarily be able to get if we didn't have technology, right? We'd have to go to a book signing, sign up, line up, wait, and all of this stuff. Whereas it's an opportunity for readers to connect with authors and therefore authors should be maximizing it, right? Because if you aren't maximizing it as an author, you're missing some very technologically advanced readers that are reading ebooks, that are doing Audible, that are showing up on TikTok. And I mean, TikTok, but Instagram is the same place, like, especially because a lot of millennials who are key book readers right now are on Instagram, not TikTok. We try, we try to be on TikTok, right? But I think that you have to really tailor it to who your audience is. Yeah. Well, one of the things that I've really noticed as I've been um, trying to build my audience around the Alexei Haddock author account is um, I've been spending a lot of time looking up relevant hashtags and author accounts and following them and seeing what's happening. And for example, I just typed in the hashtag holiday romances and found like I don't know, a million posts, maybe not quite that many, but thousands and thousands and thousands of people using this hashtag. And it is mostly books and it's people out there that are talking about the holiday romances. So if you're writing a holiday romance and you're following that and you see who's talking about it, it gives you an excellent opportunity to connect with people that may be interested in reading about and promoting your book to their feed of people who are interested and learning about what they're reading and going to get those books too. So it's, um, to me, it, it's, it, it is work. It's hard work. It takes a lot of time and energy and effort and it takes pretty graphics and it takes, you know, all these other things that I think um, stop authors from wanting to move forward. Whereas in reality, there's lots of cool tools that you can use to help yourself. There's people like Raywin who help with that kind of stuff. And if if you're willing to like map out a plan and do the work, it can have really good outcomes, but it's not overnight. And I think that's the that's the piece that I would want people to understand is no matter what the tool is, whether it's Instagram or Facebook or YouTube or TikTok or any of the things like you can wind up getting lots and lots of results from it, but it takes time and consistent effort to get there. Yeah. And that's why it's so important to start before your book is ready. Like Mm -hmm. if you are not comfortable creating pretty graphics or videos or any of those things, but you want to get comfortable so that you can see awesome results when your book comes out, you're going to have to start playing around with these tools far enough in advance, right? Part of the reason I am so quote unquote successful at Instagram or any of those things is because I started it when I was a blogger several years ago. So if you look at my super old school Canva graphic designs, they are completely different than the ones that I have now. And to be honest, the ones that I use now are mostly through the template part of Canva. Like 
use their templates because their templates are set up to be going with what is currently trending because they want people to use their templates, right? So it's kind of like an easy hack for you to get in there and to start designing things that go great, look great, have great results without having to do all of this research yourself. So you don't have to work super, super hard. It's overwhelming and it's a lot and you don't wanna overcommit yourself. But if you use the right tools, you don't have to feel overwhelmed. You don't have to overcommit and you can just create great, beautiful things that convert. So you started um, speaking of conversions and, and, and all that leads into the idea of actually, you know, having, having the algorithm work for you basically, which is with any of the social media tools, if you put out the right stuff that's working, that, that, then, that, then the tool actually tries to build that for you and to get it out there more and to do all of those things. And that's um, why Raywin started looking into trends for us, because one of the fastest ways to grow your exposure on Instagram, to go viral, to have more people see your posts is to follow the trends that are working because that's what's being pushed. So can you tell us a little bit about some of the key trends out there? So the biggest thing I see with trends isn't necessarily like, I need to jump on this trend right now, or I'm going to miss it because I know that that FOMO thing is something that everybody gets. While yes, the trends do change pretty rapidly, they sometimes come back around, first of all. But second of all, you're targeting specific people, right? Not a specific trend. So we're using the trend to target our specific people. So if you keep those two things in mind in conjunction, it'll make it easier for you to hop on trends, to see a trend, create it, maybe use it later on, maybe use it right now, and not have that feeling like you're creating content and then not using that content, mm -hmm. right? And I think that that is a really big content block for people, especially with creating reels, is they see that the current trend are people dancing or people lip syncing. And it's like, yeah, that might be the trend right now, but if you don't feel comfortable with it, there's another trend that will come back around. There's another trend that you'll see. And some of these trends are even specific to your book genre or specific to your industry. And so sometimes it's it's different. And so you might have someone you follow that has hundreds of thousands of followers and their trends. And you're like, I like their trends, but they're so not me. Then don't try to do them. And that's like the number one thing I tell everybody with trends. And then number two, with trends, the most bang for your buck, I would say that you can get using a trend is using an original audio that's mm -hmm. trending. So using the music that's trending is great to add on to a background. But if you have the time to pick a original audio, an original audio that is trending and do a quick video, whether it's of your face, lip syncing, or it's of your book with the trending audio going over it and you're flipping through your book. Um, if you follow our blogs, you know that that is probably my number one favorite way for authors to 
get their content onto reels is through flipping through their books because it's easy and it's never going to get old. But if you can grab a trending audio that has a sound of someone speaking, that's an original sound, and then use that, that will boost you to your audience the quickest. So I'm going to give you an example of that because I know that probably sounds like, what do you mean original audio? What do you mean? (laughs) And like, sometimes they literally just say original audio. They don't say what it's about whatsoever. And that can be frustrating. But if you're listening to these original audios and these trends, you can find one. So I'm going to give an example and we'll link below on to, to the Instagram post so you can see it if you'd like. It's from one of our Capigui Press authors, author Lara Formentini. And we chose an audio that was like a motivational one. It literally is called original audio, but it's about being a warrior and being proud of yourself. If you don't know about Lara's book, it is a book on healing after grief. So it's more about the transformation process instead of about the actual grief and loss. And this is important with this audio because this audio is specifically targeting people who are in a transformative state, right? Mm -hmm. So it's on the outskirts of where her book audience is, but it's very specifically reaching out to these people to get them to share, to tag their friends, tell their friends they're proud, tag, you know, someone that... um, has been with them through the journey. There's so many things that you can do with an audio that's like this. And not once in the video, in the caption, did we mention her book. We literally took this original audio that was motivating. I used stock videography, which is a tool that you can use um, with Instagram's current focus on original content. The verdict is still out on how much that affects Mm-hmm. Um, their content. But like I said, you could just flip through your book. That is going to be original content right there. The metadata on that video is going to be coming from your phone. And then the caption we used for this was a quote, a motivational quote from Deepak Chopra and some very broad hashtags. And this <laughs> video has almost a hundred thousand views on it. It has tons and tons and tons of comments. Um, I don't think you can see the comment count. Um, and we posted it almost a year ago. It says 49 weeks ago, uh, October 5th. Yeah. So it is just still going. Like mm-hmm. it gets picked back up again whenever someone is searching one of those broad hashtags. So we have Deepak Chopra quotes, keep going, celebrate yourself, spiritual awakening, repealing very broad, right? We are not going super niched on this, but by doing it broad, doing the audio, doing a caption that's on the outskirts, it reaches more people. And then the idea is to get those people looking at the rest of your account. So don't create video content like this for every single video content that you do, because then they're not going to know what your account's about, what your books are about. They're not going to be connecting with you. They're just going to be following your account because it's inspirational or something. But doing it maybe once a month could really just get you those new people coming to your Mm -hmm. account, that new audience coming through. And then 
that's why I don't know, Alexa. I just, I feel like people think they have to stay on these trends all the time. And I'm like, no, maybe do one trend a month. Pick one trend a month. Because if you're doing all of these trends all the time, you're going to grow faster than you can keep control of. Right, right. Right. And we still want to keep control of our engagement. We don't want to be reaching people that are the wrong size that are not going to be purchasing our books. Like, yeah, it's great to have 10,000 followers, but if only 20 of those are people who are actually purchasing your book, do you really want those 10,000 followers? Well, and I would say that that's where it really comes into, you know, making sure that you are using relevant hashtags and making sure you have a good description of what you're doing. Because what I find is that even if um, somebody's using a hashtag that I like to follow, like I may like a post, but I may not necessarily follow that account. However, if it's got a really good description or really good hashtags or something like that, I'll click to learn more about the account. And if it looks like an account that I want to follow, I'll follow. So, um, you know, to your point about, yes, you may get a boost in front of a lot of extra people. How many of those people will actually follow you depends on how good I think your account looks to them and how relevant it looks to things that they want to see. Um, but that's just me as a user on Instagram, not necessarily me as a tactician. <laughs> but that's the thing is we have to think about social media from the user perspective right. every single time. Like I feel that most people look at social media marketing and they focus on the marketing side of it. And right. I mean, this is a whole other d- discussion, right? But what we want to focus on with your Instagram account as an author is we want you to make sure that it is a social place for you to connect with readers. Right. So yes, you do want to be doing something that'll get new new people in. But you don't want to be doing it so much that that's all you're doing and you're not actually connecting with your readers. If you're not connecting with them socially, then why are, why are they on your Instagram account? They're not. They're going to leave. They're going to just bounce. Get on out of there. Find an author that the, will talk to them. Which I think goes back to what we say over and over and over all the time is really knowing your ideal reader, your ideal audience and what type of content they want. So one of the things that I've really um, been learning about marketing a, a romance, a closed door romance or a holiday romance, all these types of things is that what all these folks really want to see is they want to hear about the book. They want to hear about other similar books. They want to see um, what the book is about. They want to hear about the tropes. They want to hear, they want to see quotes from the book and things like that. Like they're not super interested in all the other things that I could bring them. My particular audience is also going to love Paris because it's all about Paris. So, you know, doing, doing all those types of things and really, really spending the time, I think, to go out and find out what other authors are posting, what other readers of those genres are posting even more importantly, and how people are responding to those. And so one of the biggest trends that we shouldn't even call trend, we should just call one of the biggest tools that you must be using on Instagram is reels. And, um, you know, and you've just been talking about using the audios and things like that. But the reason I repeat that at the end of this is because I mentioned at the very beginning of this, that not only has Raywin been doing this trends report, so you can see that, and it's a, it's a detailed report, y'all. She puts this out once a month on the blog. It's lots of information in it. But one of the things you can do on each one of these is you can sign up for her free 
it's a mini course, but we just say sign up for the free reels um, calendar, but basically the strategy or the, the, it's a calendar, right? A 30 day calendar of reels. Yeah. It's, yeah. It's 30 days of ideas. And, but, it, but it's actually but it's a mini more. course with, yeah. Uh, yeah, you get all kinds of content in there. Sorry. You can tell them more about what goes in it. Uh, no, I mean, you're doing a great job, <laughs> <laughs> but she's, she, uh, so it's so funny, you know, you talk about, you talk about marketing let's just talk straight marketing for a second. So I was like, we're doing all this stuff on Instagram. We have this course, Instagram for authors. We, you know, we want to help authors with more of their Instagram. So what can we do? And I was like, well, maybe we could actually Raywin said, well, I could do a trends report so that people see what they're doing. And I was like, okay, cool. And then we'll build out this email sequence. And by the time it was done, like the team had created just this amazing course that we really should be charging money for that um, they, not only do you get this calendar, you get, um, it's like five, six, maybe seven emails of Raywin teaching you um, different things about reels. So um, I would highly encourage you if you're interested in growing, if you're truly interested in growing your Instagram account and you truly want to see forward movement in how many people are seeing your your account, you know, reels are a huge part of that. So I'll put a specific link in this podcast episode. So if you're looking at the show notes, you can get it. But if you just go to writepublishsell.com and go over to the blog, um, uh, I think it's pinned. If it's not, it's one of the, the it's, they're easy to find. You can find the Instagram trim reports. So um, as we, yeah, I search, I search those all the time for reminders to myself, <laughs> just so you guys know, like I still need to remind myself, but the cool thing I like about the Instagram trend reports that I do too, that you haven't mentioned is the fact that I make sure to highlight what the new, um, features Instagram mm. has come out with for That's the month. Important. And that's super important for the algorithm because if you're jumping on Instagram's new features, whether or not you're doing a great job at it, the algorithm does not care. It has <laughs> no idea if you're doing a good job or if you look silly. But because you used their feature that they just launched, they're going to give your account a little boost. And so um, following those new features and, you know, they've Instagram rules them out weirdly. So maybe you might see a feature you don't have yet. That's okay. It'll come to you. But as long as once you get something new, you use that new thing as soon as possible. And like I said, doesn't matter if you look silly or not, but that's going to give you a boost in the algorithm too. And if you're somebody that is always using their new features, Instagram is going to expect you to use the new feature next time they have something new out. So they may even already boost your account oh, wow. before you've used it, right? Because they're anticipating. It's an algorithm. It's a, all based on predictability. And so if you can be predictable for them, then they will give you some extra loving. That's really cool. What's an example of the new features that come out? Uh, so recently, one of the new features was that they have this like button that you can put onto it's a sticker you can put onto your reels it mm -hmm. used to only be available on stories where you could say like post your dog or something like that there's now a fact that you can put on your reels. so if you see it on someone else's reel and it says like share yours you can click on that and then you could share your own with your dog or whatever That's cool. uh, we did one um, I'll put, I'll give you the link Alexa too, because we did one on um, 
one of the Instagram accounts. I don't remember if it was Bright Publish Cell or Women Publishing Summit because sometimes I tag them both. Um, but we did, I did a reel with one of those where people could tap in and then they could click on that and put it on their own profile. That's so fun. So now let me make sure I understand this. So if I was sharing pictures of Paris, could I, could I do a tap your share your favorite picture of Paris or something like that? And then where does it go? It goes, it like, it's like a little sticker on the reel. Uh -huh. And so then you, people are watching the reel and they're like, oh, I love Paris. I was just there. I have a bunch of Paris pictures. They can click on it and then it opens up to create their own reel. Oh, cool. And they so, upload their own videos. So it's how like- How smart a, it's, is that? I mean, Instagram's right? really like trying to get people to create posts, more posts. I mean, that's kind of ingenious. <laughs> and to connect- it's all about connecting. And what's cool is if somebody posts, so say someone takes your Paris one, they post it. And so now on their sticker, it doesn't just show their profile photo. It shows your profile photo slightly behind it. Oh, cool. And so if they click on that profile photo, they'll be able to see yours as well. And so oh, the nice. more people that use these stickers, the more reach you get. So if you choose something that's cool and generic, like tag your favorite Paris photo or show your favorite Paris reel or something like that, then you're going to be getting people who are going to be doing it. And then it could get up to like 15,000 people have used the same exact sticker. And when they click on that sticker, you are the creator of that sticker. That so they is can so come fun. back to your account. I love it. So when I did my posts in a little while, I'm going to see if I can find a sticker. So what's it called? The um... It is called... I think it's called share yours, but you know, Instagram always changes things. So give me just one second. Share yours. Did you see it? Oh, I, I, I'm not looking for it right now. I will. Okay. Um, but I, I have been looking through Instagram, trying to find the picture that I want to use here and I'm not finding my picture either. That's another note to myself and to, to all of you who are disorganized, like I am is to create an album <laughs> with the pictures oh, yes. that you specifically want. Cause I have 8 billion pictures on my phone. Trying to find the one picture I'm looking for is almost impossible. But you know what? This has been fun, Raven. And I no, really it's think it's called add yours. Sorry. Add yours. Add yours. Add yours. Click on the add yours. Yes. I was just thinking that we should we should create a short podcast episode every month to go along with your Instagram trend report so we can talk Heck about yeah. this. Because yeah. I think that, you know, if our it, well, one, it's great for me because you're doing all this stuff behind the scenes and I pretend like I know what's happening on Instagram, but it's really, <laughs> it's really Ray when doing it all. But as I'm working on building my own account and trying to do that, you know, it's great conversation, but I think it's really helpful to others too, to just have a quick, let's do that. We'll just, every time you release a report, we'll, we'll film, we'll do a quick, um, audio podcast to go along with it. And, um, yay, that sounds like a great I think idea. That's great. That's perfect. Let's do that's it. So smart. We are. <laughs> Work smarter. That's right. Harder, right. All right. So yeah. your call to action, everyone, is to head over to the rightpublishcell.com blog. Yes, I know you are listening to the Women in Publishing um, Summits podcast, which usually goes live. I'm usually telling you to go to womeninpublishingsummit.com, but our other company is Right Published Cell. So um, we are sending you there today for this stuff. And um, do you have any last uh, pieces of advice or any information you'd like to share with the audience? Um, I would say just have fun on social media. If you're not having fun on Instagram, 
then you have to find a way to have fun on it if you're going to be using it. And if you can't find a way to have fun on it, then Instagram's not your place and you got to find a different <laughs> social media tool to use. Like, it's just blunt like that. If you're not having fun, your audience knows you're not having fun. That's so true. I find Instagram so much fun. I just wish I had more time to, to, to have fun on it. Um, but once you, once you figure out what you're doing and who you're looking for and how you're looking for it goes, I think it's a lot more fun. Um, oh, yeah. so are you, what, what Instagram account do you want people to follow you on? <laughs> they could just go to, uh, Instagram.com slash Raywin Sangari, which, um, I know my name is very hard to spell, but we'll have the link in the show notes. And I literally am the only person of myself. So that's you good. Confused. You don't have to have the real Raywin or any no. of those. And then obviously <laughs> make sure you're following the Women Publishing Summit on Instagram. And obviously please follow my new author account, Lexi Haddock author, as we work to build that one out for my new romantic comedy holiday romance that's coming out. And yay, this was fun. All right. Thanks, Raywin. Thanks. Talk to you soon. Thank you for joining us on the Publisher Podcast. We hope to see you back for the next episode. Great huge thanks goes to Jasmine Commerce for the use of her song. You can find Jasmine on SoundCloud. Go check out all of her music. We'll see you next time.